What's going on? Everybody, you've got the cardboard coaches here with your boy, Coach Co. And I am Dave from Signed and Slabbed, a.k.a. the Cartelvis, baby. I can't help falling in love with the cardboard coaches. Oh, man, Sign and Slab, that's huge, man. That's huge. I love that. We have Dave on here today. Uh, Mr. Cartel is under the weather. And, uh, you know, it's a good thing we got Cartelvis here to uh, to stand in. How are you doing today, man? Not too bad. It's probably cold up there. And, uh, you know, the, the, the cartel might've been, he might've been out walking in the snow. I've, I will, I've known the coaches to do that from time to time. I will say that, uh, Friday night, we probably got like 20 centimeters of snow. And then somehow today it was like eight degrees. So like, I, I wasn't even wearing a winter jacket today. So it's <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a bit wacky here. Just like. It's a bit wacky in the hobby right now. Um, we were talking about before the show started labeling this episode of the cardboard coaches and of the sports card hobby as welcome to stupid week. Because... Welcome to stupid week in the hobby, people. And uh, I I was like, this is it. That's 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 it right there. <laughs> um, I think it's hilarious. <clears throat> Team. We are going to be discussing uh, why we think today or today, why we think this week is stupid week. And we are starting off with a massive announcement from the Tops Conference in Arizona. They announced to all in attendance that because Tom Brady was drafted by the Montreal Expos in 1995 as a catcher. He will be getting a Bowman's first card in the upcoming 2023 Bowman product. But wait, there's more. Not only will be he be getting a Bowman's first card, they will also be introducing retrofractors. Bowman's firsts of players who never had Bowman's firsts, including Mr. Babe Ruth. Now, wow. as someone as someone who has collected actual Babe Ruth cards, how do you feel about this? <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like it's pretty stupid. Um, I, yeah, I listen. I, I there's no good way I feel like to describe the Brady situation. Like, I you know. I mean, it's comical, Coach Co. Because I I feel like they're you know we've seen we've seen people that, that we saw people during the the NFL talking about the NFL playoff script, right? And then and 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 so you're like, I guess some people got around in a room and they came up with such great ideas for the new Bowman product. They had they had so many ideas to pick from, and someone said, hey. Why don't we put a card in of a guy who never even played? 
when we do that, how I mean, how... I mean, that would be on par with prospecting though, right? I mean, how many of those guys actually make it to the MLB? <laughs> Maybe so, but you know, at, at least they played. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, I, and, and I'm sure, I mean, we, you can't wait for this, right? Because the comparisons to John Elway are, are literally just waiting you know, on the tips of people's tongues to say, you know, here we are again, you know, all these years later. But, and I'm, you know, minor little difference is John Elway so much didn't want to be drafted by one of the teams that he like, he split to actually go play baseball. He actually played in minor league baseball. Yeah. So, you know, a tiny difference, but. Yeah. I, so I have a question for you. I've been hearing that Tom Brady actually still has outstanding redemptions for baseball products. Really? From, I think it was 2014, something like that. Now, I haven't, like, I've been searching for this, and I, I, I guess that's why I brought it up, is I wanted to see if, if you had any knowledge of that. But I'm if that's true, that. imagine having outstanding redemptions. And then they're talking about including this man's Bowman's first autograph in the upcoming set. Like if I'm a collector, and I've probably spent a pretty penny on this, uh, this redemption auto of Tom Brady, and yes, it's niche because it's like a baseball card, but I mean it's a Brady auto nonetheless. And and you find out that this man is committed to signing for this upcoming Bowman set. Um, I mean I guess this conversation doesn't really work with speculation, but I I just found that to be hilarious. I was like, what? How is this even possible? So where does this one of one super fractor go? Like, is it automatically a six figure card? Is that, is that like a, is that. I don't know. Do you, I mean, do you really, I, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm consistently amazed at how much money people will spend on certain things. Um, and so, I mean, undoubtedly there's going to be, a handful of, you know, well-heeled Brady collectors that just see it as the one of one that like must be had. Um, you know, in my mind, it's, it's like, it's not a rarity. It's like an, maybe call it an awkward novelty. Yeah. I was going to call it like an oddity, you know? Yeah. Um, I, not something I'll be interested in. I don't even care if the cards are cool looking or not. Like, I mean, I saw, I think maybe a couple mock-ups were running around the internet, but no, I, to me, it's just, it's super dumb. Um, so the allure of a Brady autograph, like in a pack pulled product is just not there for you. No, because there were Brady autographs and all kinds of other pack pulled, uh, pack pulled products. Right. Why? I mean, why do we need an, we need another? I mean, look, why? Let's make an NBA card when because the, they're going to get that license back too. Like, let's do a uh, you know guys who wish they played in the NBA sitting on the front row autograph series. You better right? believe there's going to be an all star. There's probably going to be an all stars like autograph series. I wouldn't doubt it. Honestly, why wouldn't they capitalize on the pop culture element? And like, Ruben's already sure. super close with like with yeah. so many like pop culture like, like icons. I, I, let me. I mean, I'd throw this the other way, right? Because doesn't Brady have a? Uh, I think Brady has a first pitch card, maybe or no. Um, I, don't, I don't know if he does. I, I mean, I feel certain he must have thrown a first pitch at some point. I, I feel like, like he probably should have. 
Yeah, like if you toss something like that in, I, then it's it maybe it's a different conversation, right? Like and and pay the you know pay the photographers to the for the rights to the photo and all that kind of stuff. Which I, I mean, I'm sure tops and fanatics would both do that, you know, in the production of the cards. Yeah. Um, I it so it like you it it took an idea that could have had a different shape to it to, to actually tie it in in like a a more relevant way but instead they just go with like cheeky they just went with like well he played baseball so like obviously we're gonna get him a baseball card sure i mean like he already has a baseball card though he already has a baseball card though does he not i feel like he does have a baseball card doesn't he is it licensed I mean, everybody has unlicensed stuff. I'm not aware that he had a baseball card. I would have thought we'd have seen a bunch of that. I but I think like he might one. have a first pitch card. I'm looking it up. Yeah. I feel like he, there's definitely one 95 Expos. I don't know if it's licensed or not. I mean, what you think it might have been even a... I don't even know what. Like a minor know. league card? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like a minor league card. Just like a throw-in. I don't know. I'm not even finding first pitch. So yeah, that's interesting. To my aware, but here's a picture of him throwing a first pitch. So I know I I was right on that. I knew yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, they just haven't made it into an actual card. I, I, it looks like they haven't. Anyway, that would have been cool. Uh, so off the Brady thing, uh, does Babe Ruth really need a Bowman's first card? I you know. And like, are we going to use sticker autos? Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess they, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess you can't use a sticker auto, but like they use like cut autos. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, right? maybe you could do But like, again, why would you do I, that? I don't know. Maybe there's going to be no autos and it's just going to be a Bowman first card, in which case, I mean, like what you know, significance said, is there really? Yeah. I've said over and over, like, I'm not a big fan of continuing to include the Hall of Famers in every set every year with a new design and then you short print them to try to make them seem valuable. I just think it's like well, especially it really if, they, is, if they're dead. Yeah, it's just, it's just you know what I mean? Of, like it's ruining the allure of it, right? Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I think that they should be in, in, present in products that like they've played that year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, and, like, and like you know, one of the because one of the one of the sets that I do like a lot, uh, where a, the Hall of Famers were included, was 2011, right? With the Diamond Collection. Yes, 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 yes. Cognacs and that well, like they're so nice. Yeah, being in those really was something kind of special. And 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 look, I'm not opposed to kind of the occasional uh sp yeah you know being inserted and yeah yeah, but, yeah. like a pop-up instead of yeah, like an actual like, like a card every, in the set every year it's every it was kind of almost every tops you know base set now it's like it's f- falling over into this other stuff I well i've seen them i've seen the gilded ones right and like that's like yeah I mean, and I've, i haven't i i haven't held the gilded in hand they I look nice I, yeah they look i can nice. tell that they're cool they look that, nice but again like it's like a weird like it's like us like people who are from a completely different era you know right. now all of a sudden with like all this like shiny chrome and and kind of, yeah like, my big my big opposite my my big uh hold back 
with gilded because i do like the look of some of the cards my hold back with it is i just don't see a distinct enough difference between the base and every version of gold refractor that anyone could think of right they i mean they just look this they look too much the same and so to me that was like it kind of it sort of knocked it off like where it was a situation of they had again had a really good idea with the product but they they went too far with the inserts because that's just the generation that we're now in and it's like you know a a 99 that looks like a 50 that looks like a 35 and i just i put a little different wave on it and I, i mean you know, code. I, I will like, say that make all those again in each of the new products. And yeah. So I just think it, it, if everything is special, nothing feels very special anymore to me. I agree with you. I actually, it's funny, you know, the longer I spend in this hobby and collecting different segments of the hobby and, you know, the more new products come out, I feel like the more and more I become like an old man. And like, I now understand why the OG like Bowman first collectors are so against some of the newer, like out of two, out of uh, like two fifties or like the greens out of 99. Right. Like, yeah, because you're just coming up with so many numbers now. And again, I'm not saying like the out of 99 is the greens. There's anything wrong with that. But like, once we start getting into like the out of 35s, like the out of random numbers, in my opinion, like out of 15, you're like. This has never been a thing. You know what I mean? Right. And now it's out of, now it's out of three. I'm like, okay, like, you know, where do, where does this end? Like there's yeah. just so there's like an out of four out of five out of six. You know what I mean? Like not actually, but actually, right? Like, yeah. Um, and to your point, like if, you know, if everything is special, nothing is special. I, think I mean, that's kind of how, I, like, is this how we're fighting? This is this how we're combating like scarcity is like just just make people believe that there's only four of this specific color. And so therefore like anyone who likes this specific color has to fight over this specific copy and that's it. Well, and you know, we've seen, I think historically, even, even in the modern card space where the year over year consistency of something really has kind of played a role in how I think how desirable some of those things are. I agree. And so this continued introduction of new and new and new, but it almost feels like Tops kind of is uh, mirroring what Panini, Panini. has done yeah. because yeah. the sense is that yes. Panini had it figured out. And I think most of us would say that by about 2018, Panini had, I mean, they have, they turned it into a zoo, a yeah. literal zoo. Yeah, yeah. Like, zoo yeah. Tiger, tiger, and uh, zebra, and elephant. Yeah. So, and snakes. I'm yeah. waiting for a cheetah. Yeah. So it's, you're just kind of like, oh, really? I, I mean, I don't know. When, how far are we away from like the V Friends zoo fractors? Like, we, we get that tied in too, and I, we'll be full circle. Well, like, in op, in optic, there's like photon, which is literally like waves. Like it's like it looks like you're at the beach or something. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's black Pandora. There's so many, so many, so many. Um, you know, and and then we go the other direction with uh, tops Chrome versus tops Chrome Sonic. Now, I. 
received some flack for this, and I don't know the why. Sonic but... the Hedgehog. <laughs> no, son, not no, no, not Sonic the Sonic the Hedgehog. Tops oh, okay. released a Tops Chrome Sonic set. Got it. Which apparently is the light version of Tops Chrome, just released eight months later. Um, and so for those of you who don't know, Tops Chrome was released, and initially the SPs um were not included in, in the set. They actually <laughs> forgot to print them or forgot to include them or one of the two. And as a result of that, they, they offered additional silver packs with the the opportunity to acquire these SPs in those silver packs. Um, fast forward, like I said, six to eight months, and they've now released Topps Chrome Sonic, this time with the SPs in the set. And the only difference is that they flip-flopped the rookie logo and the Topps Chrome logo. Um, but but in actuality, like this is the same goddamn card, and 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 I think that like I don't understand why more people aren't offended. They, this, these are supposed to be SPs from Topps Chrome. Okay, that is Topps Chrome set. Even if they release Topps Chrome Light at the same time, at least collectors would have an idea. Like, okay, how many SPs are in Light? How many SPs are in Topps Chrome, the OG one? And like, I'm gonna make a decision now. Is this card worth? putting money into but essentially what's happened now is eight months later they've decided to re-release this as the light version include a few new parallels like youthquake or i think that's one i've seen and um and again i like i have a great idea for it right i mean again as you're as you're sort of going back and forth and copying what other people are doing panini is well known for the kaboom series why couldn't have Tops had the Sonic Boom series? That would have been awesome, Coach Co. I agree. But, but, like, but I, I mean, instead, I, they re-released the same set. They re-released well, the same set, I mean, right? They're, like they're re-released, but they're you know at the same time they're totally different. That's what people are arguing with me. I mean, look, the Tops Chrome logo is on the other side of the card. That's, I mean, that's completely different. Oh, and then... I don't know the how anyone could mistake that. The, the placement of the rookie card logo. I mean, that's totally different, Coach Poe. I mean, it's totally different. I just feel like it was misleading. It's not an SP if you're going to re-release it. It can't be an SP if you re-release the same damn card and the only difference is you've switched where the logos are. So, it's a, it, so again, Aesthetically, circle, it's the exact right? same card. We've come full circle. So you, uh, you may have, you probably heard me talk before about like the Cracker Jacks from yeah. the 1914s and 1915s. And so, you know, since you're catching flack, I, I catch some too, because I tell everyone that the 1915 Cracker Jacks are the first reprint set. And the only different, there are a few players that got different images for some reason. No, I'm not sure yeah, why yeah. that is, but it's a small number. But for all the rest, the way to tell the difference between a 14 and 15 is the one, one of them, the back is like right side up. And the other one, when you flip it, the back is upside down. Really? Like yeah. So, so one of them, you flip it over and you can still read it or you flip it this way and you can still read it. So yeah, it's like, it's like the same thing again. And it's not as if that there's, it's not, it's like, it's like the people that are making this stuff 
they really have like the design teams they have they have no history whatsoever of things that have gone on in the hobby so it, it, it again it's just like it is it's stupid week every week you walk in I mean, I would love to be a. I would love to be at some of these design meetings where they're like, "Hey, you know what I think a good idea would be? Why don't let's go ahead and like re let's recycle this image from oh, not even eight months ago, and but we'll but we'll totally we'll totally change it up by m moving the logos and and collectors are gonna go crazy for that they're gonna absolutely love it it's like no dave it's a completely different set because there's different inserts in it That's so right. it's a completely different set because there's the possibility of one card per pack being different literally like i is that not the like it's probably one card per pack that is different between the two and sets I, but and i don't know about pricing how much should, how much does it cost it's cheaper which again is borderline offensive because because Topps Chrome when it came out, I, I mean, I know people that were pre-ordering right. at like four hundred bucks a box because the yeah. rookie class was loaded, was loaded, and, and there were SPs and super short prints and all these things that people really wanted. You know, like I know people who pre-ordered like cases and got screwed because of these SPs. Yeah, and I'm like, how is like everyone just being yeah? This is the light set. Like I don't know if, oh, who thought this would be different. Like you can't sit here and have perspective okay like we now have like hindsight right right so it's not fair to be like oh yeah like uh, yeah of course it's a it's a light set it's the same set i'm like but the people who bought initially weren't given the 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 understanding or the heads up that hey by the way in eight months time we're basically going to release the same shit again right? right like and then that's where i feel like it's like disingenuous that's where i feel like people should be upset it's not the fact that like they recycled images. Like, I mean, cause I think like, Panini does that all the time. Panini has like, you know, the Brock Purdy image is probably gonna be the same goddamn Brock Purdy image for like six different sets. You know what I mean? Like, and you yeah. see that quite frequently actually. Um, But it's a fact that like, they were really not giving any notice and they kind of got absolutely skunked in the process. So, I mean, I think if there's one thing to take away from this is that like, I would highly suggest if you are just a collector I don't know if pre-ordering is the way to go. And like like we've been saying, and a lot of people have been saying, is it's probably best to like let the dust the dust settle before you out. decide like what you're gonna actually put money into, right? Like if you're yeah. ripping, you're ripping, it is what it is, right? Like yeah. you get what you get, and it's basically let it lighting money on fire anyway. Okay. And anyone who wants to refute that, that's fine. But um you know, but in terms of like yeah, making a strategic your box buy, yeah, in terms of making a strategic buy, right? Because yeah. those ones, they, they, I mean, this, I had to be at least five, six hundred bucks for an SP, right? Like, and given the fact that there's new SPs are the same new population of those SPs in the market now, like, there's that, that market goes down automatically, right? Like those prices. Well, I think so, yeah, and then, and then it it just becomes confusing that it can, becomes confusing within the pop reports, right. As things start getting subbed because it just, it becomes something like you say, it's, it's something silly now that you have to explain to someone and, you know, undoubtedly people are gonna, people are going to get duped on some of this. If, but I I'm with you. I'm, I would assume that it'll be interesting to watch. Do, so do I've the, actually do the prices converge as you know, commerce continues to where it's just like 
no, there's there's really no difference between a Chrome and a Sonic. And so from on a like a refractor. So from that price standpoint, like I don't care what they're numbered or other or if they even are. This is what they're worth. So I've got a question, actually, and it just dawned on me while we were talking about this is like, you know, and this is like from from like my collecting background is like the Opeachy Wayne Gretzky versus the Topps Wayne Gretzky. Right. Those two are it's the same image, same card, basically just printed by two different companies. Yep. Um, Released in two different countries. Yeah. Right. So, like, I mean, maybe something similar like that starts to happen, where like maybe people gravitate towards the OG Tops Chrome, or or they gravitate towards the Sonic one. Like, it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. Um. I mean, it, it maybe if Julio becomes what everyone thinks he's going to become, right? Uh. Maybe that's an interesting talking point. Maybe if Bobby Witt becomes that guy, maybe. Um, because it is interesting, right? And and it's it's one of it's the OG SP from Topps Chrome, right? People want those Topps Chrome SPs. Uh, they're they're desirable in any year, right? They do, and and you know I've talked a little bit about well, I mean, I and I I definitely said this about the flagship. Um, there's more SPs this year than there were in previous years. Yeah, there are more SSPs this year than there were in previous years, I and mean, I'm just telling you. Yeah. I, from just the number that I'm seeing available, you know, even early on, because I mean, people have been ripping stuff open like crazy. Um, uh, do, do you think there's more available, or do you think there's just more people that know that they're SSPs as a result of the designation? Well, on the I, yeah, I mean, you have, you have that component of it, sure, right? Like, I, and you know, some people were. I, I think for the most part, people were happy that they've been identified. Yeah. Right. You flip it yeah. over. You can you don't have to get a magnifying glass out to try to look at a, a code like it just says it on the card. And now. then you have to look up the code. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's like a pretty cumbersome process or yeah. at least was. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I think maybe that's why. I mean, I, I, they're, they're undoubtedly printing more and, and maybe designating more. But I think that that designation has brought li- liquidity to cards that were otherwise either thrown out or given away, quite frankly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm no doubt that in the, in some of those old, older years, you know, 13, 14, 15, like, you know, but I mean, really before the hobby had kind of exploded. Yeah. I mean, there were cards that were going to be viewed as, as sort of like the minor star or near enough to a common. Um, yeah. No doubt that that happened. I, but again, I like how much did it happen? Um, you know, because I don't, I don't know that people were just chunking stuff in the trash. That I suspect there's st- some that are still sitting out there, maybe in some sets and other yeah, things. Yeah, probably, but, maybe. You know, so that's not going to happen as much now. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, I, I still just like again as a guy that you know ch- was chasing down Mookie, right? When, when, when the base tops came out the sp mookies were running 200 bucks ish you know and and i'm seeing auctions now at 100 i i firmly believe that price is going to keep going down like 40 bucks i think yeah oh, like, I, I mean over yeah. time it's gonna yeah. it'll and so again it'll come to me so you know back to your point of yeah i it's a collector if you're not just looking for the, you know, entertainment experience of opening a box or two, if you're targeting certain cards, I mean, all, all these sets we've talked about, 
I just, I still believe that you're better. And I say all the time, I just think you're better off being patient, wait it out. Like, I think you're going to find that a lot of the individual cards that you would be interested in, whether they're SPs, parallels or whatever, you may be able to score PSA nines on the back end of the grading for the same price that you would had were potentially paying for the raw card. Yeah. And and to me, and maybe that, and maybe even less than the raw because often with raw, there's like speculation that it could gem, right? That it like, could gem. Yeah. So yeah, that there there's hope that exists yeah. in the in the pricing. But yeah. you know, when you when it looks like a really sharp card, it's um, funny. I, just, I yeah, it, but that that's going? how I do it, right? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I everybody knows I'm not. I don't open wax like ever. Uh, just I don't. It makes me mad normally when I'm opening the only time I ever opened it and like enjoyed it is when I did that with my son. Yeah. But if I ever just was doing it for me or busting a pack, like it just, uh, for, it, you just feel, che you just feel cheated. You me. just feel cheated like, afterwards. I, you, know, you know, I like, expect to lose when I play the lottery yeah, yeah, yeah. or I get a scratch off for your birthday. And like, you expect to lose, you know, with, when you, I think when you open a box of cards, your first expectation shouldn't be I'm about to get blown out. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just, I, that to me seems like a really bad business plan normally. Um, it's funny. I, even when I think I'm patient, like there's still, I'm like, I've been really patient. It's been like a year. Yeah. And then if you wait like two more months, you get like the perfect price that you, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and, and Co, I have like, I've had that happen to me yeah. a couple of times yeah. recently. And it was stuff that was, yeah. it was even like 2020 stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like the a specific was the 3D Mookie bets. Like yeah. Bill, oh, nice. Bill was like, oh, you got, you know, don't you like these 3Ds? Oh, they're okay. I'd had a trout before, but it didn't really sing to me. But I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm checking out Mookie. A BGS 10 pops up. Ooh. I throw like a $40 bid on it. I mean, it's, it can't, it can't be high pop. Yeah. Um, and I end up winning it for like 40 bucks. Two and a half weeks later, a PSA 10 hits. No one really bids. And I get the PSA 10 for like 22. That's but. And, and and again, they're like small numbers, right? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That and that's deal, what I'm talking just, about too. When it comes to like being patient, like buying things, like I'm still yeah, like. But, but even that, Co was like, it's two years later already. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. there's no no one's lining them up now. Of like, hey, let's slide seventy five of these in over here. Like, I mean, whoever was going to grade them graded them, and that that like a forty dollar BGS ten is not going to encourage a slew of cards no 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 i mean that's that's barely the cost of grading actually and at the time at the time it was graded it probably was more expensive than bgs yes, grading was. yes yes you know like so, not even including the card in that yeah so again like if you're a player collector or you're or even if you're working on a set or whatever like yeah i just think Sweet. it it always pays to wait just sort of set your limit stick you i've i had talked about that recently set your limit stick to it don't assume that just because you're losing auctions that something's not going to be back. And and look, I know that there, there I'm the first to admit there are some exceptions to that. Um, but even in like the one of one game, but it, this is because, you know, it's part of what we're talking about here. Do you believe that if they're inserting Babe Ruth's and Lou Gehrig's and Ty Cobb's and all that in, and Mickey Mantle's now, 
what you think they're just gonna wake up a year from now and not do it again no they're just gonna keep doing it because they frankly don't have any better ideas at the moment on kind of how to fill it and 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 or how to collate it in a manner that still sort of gives off value it's like it's like they kind of have this intellectual property but they don't know how to cultivate it properly so they're just gonna like keep throwing it at you well that was the argument with the triple the triple logo man right yeah. like what's what's gonna yeah. stop them from doing it all like just continue to, to produce something like that right like right it's not Every like year there's gonna be a new one and why so why point. couldn't why couldn't they just keep continuing to do that process you know yeah. there, there's no reason yeah. why they can't i mean brand integrity well guess what they're gone soon you know like at least from basketball and yeah. football so why wouldn't they just yeah. print another one and print another one you know like I don't know. It, it's like the the way I describe it is I just feel like at the moment still, these companies have such a contempt for the people's kind of un, the unwillingness to push back, yeah. right? We're not really voting with our wallets no. as a group. We're just throwing money in the air you know, doused in kerosene and lighting the lighter and just saying, you know, give me whatever. And, and you know, Bill and I have been talking about too, I think a lot, I think some of this is also the first push towards grooming collectors away from the value of the underlying product and simply becoming the entertainment value like a collector right but like a collector that just like takes it though do you know what i mean like oh like yeah this is like this is coming out so i'm gonna pay whatever the box is whether it's like 200 bucks or 300 dollars or you know oh 20 increase this this year you know i've described it yeah i've described it as grooming because i i do i kind of feel like that that's what it is it's trying to push people into a space where they just they've they lose all sense of value, right? And and it, and it just becomes like I you don't know what you want, so I'm just gonna give you this, and I'm gonna just keep doing. I'm gonna bludgeon you over it every time until I've created a scenario where my profits are up here and your value is down here because that's what really works for me. And and we'll see if people fall for it. I'm certainly not, I'm not falling for it, but I'm, and I'm not, I'm not the, I'm probably not the target audience, I guess, which is sort of weird because I do have, you know, a fair bit of disposable income and I buy a ton of cars. Yeah. But. So on the subject matter of like reprinting one of ones, uh, a very interesting sale came up at golden auction a few days back. Um, a wonderful story attached to it as well. It was a the 2022 Panini World Cup sticker, Lionel Messi, one of one, black border, PSA eight. Um, it happens to be the year that Lionel Messi won the World Cup, and as a result of this, the sticker sold for a hundred and thirty nine thousand dollars. Now there are mixed opinions about this. Um, you actually asked me what my opinion is, and I'm going to share what that is on the show. But I, I'm most curious to hear from someone who doesn't know a ton about soccer, 
doesn't know a ton about the soccer collecting space aside from maybe a few key cards. Um, you know, hasn't dabbled in stickers at all, quite frankly. So like, how did you feel seeing this number? It does it legitimize stickers for you? Does it legitimize the soccer space? Like just go at it. Yeah. So when I, I mean, when I saw it, I, my initial reaction was, you know, that's dumb. Um, someone's going to lose a ton of money on that uh, eventually just from the standpoint of, and again, I'm, I'm hitting it from more of like the logical angle of, I know broadly, at, at least in our space in the U S right. Yeah. We're card collectors. We're not sticker collectors. Yeah. Now I'm and and I'm, I was aware of, you know, some of the history of the panini stickers in soccer you know going back years and years and years um and so you know when i within that sort of context i i can you know i can sort of i see the people think that when i criticize this stuff it's because i don't like it that's not true yeah yeah, yeah. no you're i think you're relatively open-minded you know terrible idea yeah what i think is a terrible idea is dropping six figures on something that i mean co undoubtedly what are what are we are we going to assume that in the next 10 years of soccer cards that Lionel messi is not going to have a one of one in every product that's produced and every every color so i have a, i have a rebuttal for this i i mean we've seen what they did with pele yeah yeah Right. So the difference is that like everything. So the World Cup only comes around every four years. Right. So like that's that's limited. It's already like even if we look back on like World Cup lineage, look at Panini Prism, for instance. They have only had the ability to print three sets. Right. Like 2014, 2018 and 2022. Which did they want to continue to print like for the World Cup? I'm sure they did. But none of them would have had historical significance because the World Cup isn't on. Right. So. The Panini stickers only come out the, at the World Cup variation yeah, yep. every four years, right? So the the unless they come out next year with just a picture of him holding the trophy, but, but then it wouldn't be the same, it, right? Because like then it doesn't have the legacy champion soccer. And... Yeah, but then it doesn't have the legacy of the like like because like I know people who I... have religiously collected these sticker books like yeah, every yeah. four years. Since yeah. they were like kids, like when their parents got year, them into like it. insane hard. Yeah. Yeah. So like uh, that the lineage is there so yeah. that it like kind of makes sense that like at the pinnacle and assuming that like this is the pinnacle moment for the, the greatest player to ever play the game. Right. Like yeah. that's up for debate, whatever. But like from the perspective that this is the greatest player that ever played the game. Yeah. The pinnacle moment for this player was the fact that he won a World Cup for his country. There's only one of these stickers that exists. This is the last tournament that he's going to be in in terms of the World yep. Cup. I think, most people think, unless he pulls some rabbit out of his ass and ends up being uh, there in four years, right? So if he's there in four years and he wins another one, that sticker becomes insignificant, in my right. opinion. Right. Does that make sense? Like, Because no, there's going to be another one of one and he ends up winning that one. Like That, that sticker yep. becomes insignificant. So there is some like, it's not a sure, sure thing. Um, however, well, like I, I think I've, I've, it's, go ahead. I, I think it's, 
you know, for someone who has the money and perhaps is like a diehard Messi fan, maybe Argentinian, like maybe, maybe spent like, you know, collected stickers their whole life. Maybe I can justify it. Maybe. I mean, and, well, and you hit on the point that I was about to make, which was I've, I hear, and I'm, I'm, you know, still trying to figure out the argument that, right, soccer is really a world sport. And so from that standpoint, yeah. soccer has collectors all over the world. Yeah. And I, I won't dispute that. But I also, I mean, one of the questions I think that comes up around this card and you just hit it is like, well, first of all, or this sticker, first of all, it was for sale from an American auction house. Yeah. Not an Argentinian auction. I house. yes, yes, that's not cool. a London auction house. Or, a, or a, you know, Hong Kong or in you the know what good I mean? old US yeah. of A. Yes. And so if that thing resides still in the US and not in a foreign country, I think that's telling you a lot about the market and what it really thinks. Because I don't doubt for a moment that there are a bunch of rich people in Argentina that could afford that if they wanted to. Now, they may not have even had an awareness that it existed, but if they did and they didn't buy it, doesn't that, that that's where I hit at it, hit at that argument. That's from, interesting, actually. Is that, yeah. you know. Because I mean, so I'll give you my perspective really quickly, cut you off, like, and then I'll let you go. But like, I, when I first got into, like, so I collected stickers, obviously, but yeah. The one thing that I wanted more than anything, and I'm a diehard Ronaldo fan, was like a game worn jersey. You know, like I wanted like a yeah. signed a signed game worn jersey. I thought like signed jerseys were the coolest thing ever. I loved sticker you know, collecting. Yeah, loved it. People don't even call them jerseys; they're shirts. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Right, but like I wanted like I wanted like a game worn yeah. Ronaldo signed shirt. Right, like I think yeah. that for me, if I was gonna spend. $140,000 and that was the pinnacle moment although I will say that if you were going to get a game worn shirt from Messi during that World Cup I mean I'm sure it's going to be and way more than that sticker yeah, I think it's, but I also think it's going to be way more than that sticker though Yeah yes. right I think I think that the market will there'll probably be much way more uh, of a market for something uh, like the, that the, the final shirt autographed by Messi right that it easily easily seven figures easily I think so too I think so too which I guess, I mean, kind of t speaks to, you know, what the collector truly, like the ones who have but, money. But, but, but what we would say is, right, that's a real one of one. Yeah. I, I think that's my caution with this particular sticker is that will it really remain kind of a one of one or they're just going to be subsequent versions along the way that to your point, the, the historical significance of the time in that particular sticker puts it in a different echelon for collecting. But each any any that are made after that, I, I think, water down the significance of the individuality of each one. And, and I right, think, I think we, you're right. We talk about this in the right. football and basketball space all the time. And, and I think you're right. I just I think it's an extension of that. So I you know again, but. I, look, I don't love soccer. It's not something that I collect 
you know, I the fandom that I saw from people during the World Cup and the excitement and, you know, being one of the people to raise their hand and say, like, that was one of the one of the funnest, like several weeks of of sports for me. And and like I had, I didn't really have anybody in it. And the right? final final could not have gone better. And the fi- I mean, the final was, yeah. I mean, puts it yeah. on, on a whole yeah. other level. I find it funny because like, I, I, you know, let's say I have the money and I'm a diehard Messi fan. I'm not going for that sticker. I'm buying the, That's I'm buying, right. a, I'm buying a PSA 10 BIS, right? Like yeah. I'm, I'm yes. right. Like, and, and there, there can't be far off, you know, yeah. like may, what, maybe 50,000 off truthfully. Right. Like yeah. what's a, what's a PSA 10 BIS go for? Like 200 right now, 250. Yeah. If you're going to spend the yeah. money, you might as well. It's like actual. Yeah, so rookie, I don't know. We'll right? see like, that. It's a, it's an interesting item. It's not. It's not something I would have wanted. And um, and we we kind of glossed over the fact that like, it's it still created out a PSA eight. I know. Well, it's a sticker, dude. I trust well, me. As, I someone, know, but it, like, as someone who has graded, uh, hundred. I mean, hundreds. It's common for stickers. That's a great grade for a sticker, bro. <laughs> I'm not joking. I <laughs> That's a great grade for a sticker. Yeah. I've had beautiful stickers in my hand that grade three. It's and right I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw this. Could be interesting for some of your some of your listeners. There was a uh, segment on 60 Minutes here in the U.S. Uh, back around the time of the World Cup, and it was about the sticker making process. And they actually even featured a couple of international collectors and their sticker collection. So if you if you have time to Google it, go find that 60 Minutes. I found it fascinating. Um, and I, I, I imagine for somebody that has a little bit more background, having collected and put the books and stuff together, it might be it might be fun to go back and see it because those co- those collectors had the had their sticker books, you know, going back yeah. for a number of World yeah. Cups. So and so that's anyway. what I was talking about, right? Is like like people who have collected stickers have like always collected stickers. Oh, and these so like were passionate yeah yeah for sure and like you don't even like you don't need to talk to them about grading because it doesn't freaking matter because all they wanted to do was was fix they just wanted that book finalized like i remember just like frantically it talks some about like how many they made like how many like billion yeah no they they print billions of stickers like billions yeah billions of stickers i guess was crazy you know um, but also, I mean, they're printing based on demand too, right? Like, I mean, we saw Argentina, the government actually had to like come out and, and tell Panini, like, hey, like, we actually need, we need you to service yeah. this because like, there's yeah. going to be an uproar at this point. Yeah. Right. So um, it's interesting, uh, especially because there's so much new territory when it comes to different niches of the hobby and just where we're at in general. Like, yeah. And I guess like, I mean, Every year is going to be new territory, even if it doesn't feel like it's in new territory, it's new territory. And, and even if it feels like it's in new territory, you know, um, and like the was... more exposure, the better. Like I would say that. Right. Yeah. Right? I, mean, I yeah. have my opinions about it, but that's been shaped over time of what I yeah. collect, what I like, what I've been exposed to, et cetera. And 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 so, you know, time will tell if 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 these are the types of things that, you know, it, it, it are really the hallmarks of this era of collecting. But again, the more we know, the better, I think. Um, I think as long just, as we don't continue to see six figure, like 
ultra modern stickers yeah. sell, then I'll be happy, you know, because then it's like, OK, well, like we'll let that one go because that was a special moment and a special time. Yeah. And, and that was like, like I said, the pinnacle. Were there, are there other one of ones? There are, every other player has a one. Oh, of There one. are. Every other player has a one of one, but okay. the only there's only one one of one Messi. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, have we even seen the Mbappe. No, no, I I haven't seen the Mbappe. I've seen the Ronaldo. I've seen okay. the, I think I've seen Ronaldo anyway. Uh, um, and, I, you know, I actually I guess there's a lot of stickers, so they can't really keep up. But at one point, Panini was like regularly posting that like, oh, like 16 one of ones have surfaced, like okay. 22 one of ones have surfaced. Yeah. And then they just kind of stopped. Um, so it'd be interesting to see where that count is at. Yeah. Um, you know, because seeing comparable one of one's sales might actually, you know, what kind of bump does this get because of the situation versus like just the... the, the well, yeah, the, and comparative right? pricing, what kind of happens, right? Yeah, and the first of its kind and all that other yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for, for jumping on here today. For sure. Uh, thanks for contributing one hell of a conversation. Uh, what I want to do is give you the floor to shout out anything you want. I know that you and Bill have been going super hard over there, and I want to make sure that our listeners head over there if they're not already, because you guys provide some valuable content, as you can see already with our conversation today. Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, it's funny that you caught me today because Bill and I were, we were in the brain lab uh earlier today we were in the we don't like it being stupid week we want it to be you know like super smart week yeah. um so we we have a couple ideas i'm not going to tell you what they That's are okay. but what i am going to tell you is i think we hit we've hit a couple things a couple of ideas that as we bounced it off each other we were both like, "Ooh, that's good." Yeah, yeah. So I, I think we've we've got a little series coming uh, that we'll probably release right around opening day. Ooh, uh, we're both super excited about. It. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and it, and it's not just it's not just the cards because we've, you know, I think we we've, we've been listening to. And, and observing how people in the hobby have been kind of talking and thinking. And, you know, we, he and I are both mu very much about trying to be a positive impact if we can on the community yeah. of collectors. And so our, our little future projects going to have a, 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 we think a pretty cool community element to it too. So stay tuned. Like that'll be coming in the next, I don't know, three two to three weeks like we both we both assigned each other homework and and it, we're both working on it today Amazing. So I, I think that's going to be cool um and then uh i recently at 2500 instagram followers bill's not quite there but we're pitching around some ideas of sports card cowboys giveaway neither one of us or well i have never done a giveaway because i don't i don't really necessarily like the premise of it but 2500 was a pretty pretty solid you know awesome. number i felt like yeah and since he's kind of right there we're gonna we're we're dreaming something up to get him to push and it was funny uh one of the things that we found out um in our total of like 
4,900 and something total followers. We only share 85 of them. Really? Yes, which, was, wow. which is something we've been also spending some time on. So you may you may hear us talking about that a little bit more here in the next few weeks as well, because it we're we're trying to get you Combined know into forces. a little bit of that. Well, into that a little bit of that data, like yeah. you know who's how are people like following me but aren't following him, or you know if the cardboard if I share you know. Uh, people with you and cartel and and the cardboard coaches in total but like if if there's only a crossover of like 70 to 80 you, you know there we i think most of us and i know you and cartel have done this i've done yeah. it too we've sort of complained that the faces of the hobby that i've all that have all these giant followerships and whatever are not necessarily the people you'd want to be following and so i think bill and i are trying to understand a little bit more information behind the numbers around well if, if if we think that that's a continued complaint what do we need to do in terms of promoting each other and encouraging our followers to cross over yeah right because like yeah. what are we afraid of uh by not sharing that you know versus being able to get us all on the same page so that then we have a bigger voice within the hobby yeah. and maybe dial, you know, dial down some of the intensity or the importance of some people that we think may not be the most healthy voices out there. So um, we're, we're, we're trying to learn a little bit about that. So I'd say, you know, stay tuned, see what happens there. But I think that could be, could be interesting. If that's not a reason to go follow these guys right now, if you haven't, please do. Honestly, thank you. Thank you so much for jumping in today. Thank you, and get better, cartel. Yes. But until then, the cartel is, he loves you, baby. And the cardboard coaches are out of here. Peace.